Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We bring in our man Trey Wingo here. Our man Trey, what up, baby? Can you take me higher? That's all I want to know. Well, hey, so <laughs> we're, we, we, just, we just drew a, 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 a comp that Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, is creed from the office. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is that um, not fair? Creed? Really? Like Creed Bratton? What does Nick Sirianni uh, do? Well, that's a great question. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 okay. Okay. I get it now. I get it. I wasn't sure <laughs> where we were going with the, um, well, what, what he does, I, I've always said this before. Like if there was a magazine called the world's most punchable face, Nick Sirianni might <laughs> well, be the cover boy for it. Well, I mean, like a, a little hang dog expression, you know. <laughs> and then he's got the. I, he's, I, he's got the I think he does some things. I, I like. I, I I'll, I'll give I'll give him I'll give Nick Sirianni credit for this. Right, he knew to be the best head coach that he could be. He needed to get rid of play calling because a lot of these guys that are play callers hang on to that like grim death, right? Mm-hmm. And he knew if he needed to coach the entire team, he can't have his face in in the chart the entire time. So I'll, I'll give Nick credit for that. I just think, you know, you lost Steichen, you lost Gannon, and people say, oh, we'll just replace those guys. Like, I remember when Steve Young was uh, playing for the 49ers and uh, Mike Shanahan left, I think, at that point to go be the Raiders head coach. Mm-hmm. And I remember Steve saying, oh, we don't need an offensive coordinator. This offense can run by itself. And they had a bad year the next year. So I think, I think losing the coordinators was a bigger deal than people realized at the time. I always uh, trip off the fact that, like, I just – Obviously, Niners fan could not stand no. Sirianni. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> couldn't stand him all year. Was talking crazy about him all year, and uh, I'd sit back and you know, and they they start losing, and I revel in it. I told I told you Sirianni was a bum. I told you, and I just like sit back. I was like, what if he's like the nicest guy in the world? And I've just been destroying <laughs> well, I don't, him for I don't, months. <laughs> I don't know if he's the nicest guy in the world. I mean, like after they beat the Chiefs. You know, he walking out of Arrowhead, he yelled, hey, Chiefs fans, see ya! I don't want to hear that bleep anymore. And they went two and five after that. Oh, I and loved then, it. That, you know, hey, other- that thought didn't get me to stop talking about Sirianni. It's just a thought that I had. <laughs> uh, proper introduction, our man Trey Wingle with us. Trey does a little bit of everything. He's got a, uh, a podcast coming up on Amazon after the Super Bowl. He's on the Stun app, does work for PGA. Trey I miss you desperately covering the NFL, man. You are one of the absolute best uh, to cover this game, so we're excited to talk about championship weekend with you. And and I set this up earlier. I'm anxious to get your thoughts on Brock Purdy. Like, you always have a very 
you always have a very even keel look at quarterbacks in this league. And uh, you feverishly defended Josh Allen against the haters uh, a week yeah. or so ago. Um, what is your opinion on Brock just, Purdy? Yeah, just real quickly on the Josh stuff. Like it, it's sort of a and look, we're all guilty of this, and by I mean the media in all of this, because we always we always turn to the quarterback. The quarterback is a massively important thing. But in the two most heartbreaking losses that you can remember over the last two, three seasons for the Bills, Josh Allen did almost everything right. Like he got them the lead with 13 seconds to play in the divisional round at Arrowhead two years ago. You know, he's not the one that decided not to squib it. And, you know, Josh made perfect throws to Sherfield and Diggs, and they just didn't come up with a catch late down the stretch. And people say, well, he missed that Shakur in the end zone on that third nine. Yeah, because Chris Jones pushed the left tackle into his face. I mean, that's why he missed him. Like, it's a team game. Teams win games. Teams lose games. Teams win championships. Um, I think Brock has done a remarkable job. And the thing that I liked most about Brock, which when there wasn't a lot to like in the game against Green Bay, is that when he had to have it, he found a way to course correct. Like, to me, the best thing an athlete can do, whether it's Tiger Woods in the middle of a golf round or Russell Wilson a few years ago in the NFC Championship game against the Packers or Tom Brady in Super Bowl 51, when he was terrible. And then they suddenly have an opportunity to go find and win the game, and they do it. Brock was very uneven in that game, except that last drive. And as your co-host knows, the Niners are not really good at coming from behind. Oh, That's only the second time in 34 games that they've trailed by five points or more in the fourth quarter and, and came away with a win or three, three or more, sorry, three or more. So when they had to have it, he delivered. And I think that's the best thing you could say about Brock. Cause to me, that's the hardest thing for an athlete to do is to course correct during the actual game, not go back and look at tape and mm -hmm. fix your swing or whatever, but as it's happening in real time to course correct. And I, I thought that was really impressive. It, you know, and, and some of the discussion that we had on this show is I had a tweet after the bills game, and I think Josh Allen is a good quarterback. I don't think he's as good as he's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He's not a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. See, Trey, I he's don't think he I don't think he's as good as some people say he is. And and it's Okay, so it's, let me let me ask you this question then. And mm -hmm. that, that's fair. Okay, obviously we're starting with Mahomes, right? Let's mm -hmm. just know all in. No, Mahomes is number one. So give me your two, three, four, and five. It would and so here's the thing, right? It would probably yeah. be Lamar and I would have Josh Allen up there. Right, like I'd have him up there but on where? that level, like three, three. I think he's behind Lamar, um, and here's where I got in trouble. Or accordingly, I said I think Brock Purdy is on the same level as Josh Allen, and I made the argument that I think people <sighs> conflate physical gifts with actual production. Sometimes, Purdy can't throw the ball as far as Josh Allen on a on a rope. He can't yeah, throw no it as fast and, and do all this other stuff. He can't run the way Josh Allen does. But when you talk about playing the position of quarterback and leading and running an offense, I think he does that just as good as anybody else in the league, including Josh Allen. And, and I want to get your opinion on this too. And I think yeah. you'll understand what I'm saying. It, I'm not calling Brock Purdy Joe Montana. But it reminds me. Good. <laughs> it reminds me of Montana versus Marino and Elway. Montana was not as physically gifted and blessed as Elway and Marino, but he understand he understood how to play the position of quarterback as good as anybody that there ever was. And right yeah. now, I'm not saying ever was, right now I think Brock plays the position of quarterback as good as anybody in the league. 
Well, here's where I would just slightly disagree on a couple of those things. I 100% agree. Arm strength is the most overrated thing when when uh, judging a quarterback. Because if it was arm strength, Jeff George would have been the greatest quarterback Jamarcus in history. Marcus Russell football. on a knee throwing Jay 70 Cutler. yards. Jay Cutler would have been the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Mm-hmm. So you have to have arm talent, but you don't have to have arm arrogance. You know, like Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Burrow, uh, and Josh, they have arm arrogance to me. They can fit it in anywhere. So what you're talking about now is, okay, when do you decide to do that? And when do you dial it back? And do you have all all the speeds, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have all the pitches? Because uh, Garrett Wilson, the rookie for the uh, – not a rookie anymore, but when he was in his rookie year with the Jets, they were talking about the difference of, of a ball that Joe Flacco throws as opposed to Zach Wilson. And he said something that nobody really picked up on at the time because Zach was injured that year uh, going into last season, and Joe Flacco had to play the first three or four games of the year. And he said, yeah, Joe just throws more catchable ball because Joe knows when to use the changeup, knows when the slider, when to, when to throw the fastball, the two-seamer. Zach was just pop, 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 howitzer. You know? mm-hmm. So that goes to what you're talking about. There's playing the quarterback and having athletic skills. You're 100% right. The only thing I would say is Josh's production is unmatched. I mean, we're talking about 40 total touchdowns over the last four seasons, or, or four straight seasons, rather, of, of at least 40 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. He's a really productive, good, accurate quarterback the bills sometimes do him a disservice whereas brock is told hey you don't have to do everything all right we have hopefully debo for the nfc championship game we have Ayuk, we have kittle we have cmc let's get everybody involved let's mix and match i think the buffalo bills on more than one occasion and i think that's one of the reasons they fired uh, ken dorsey was that they said josh go do everything and when they turned their season around after six and six, it was when they got Cook more involved, when Shakur had become more, more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Josh became more of a player in a system as opposed to a guy who is the system. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a real evolution for him this year. It's really similar to what the nine Brock Purdy to do. But so and real quick, that is the, what you just said is look as a testament, and not by you, I'm just in general, mm-hmm. as a testament to Josh Allen's greatness, but it's looked at as a demerit Brock Purdy's game. See, not not yeah, it's stupid. That's stupid. I agree with you. That's yeah. dumb. Like Brock, Brock is asked to do what he's what he's supposed to do and what he's capable of doing. And like people, like I give you an example. The 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 Cleveland game to me, I thought where they lost, I thought was one of Brock's best games this year, because Trent went out, Debo went out. They're playing as it turned out to be at the end of the season, the number one defense in the NFL road in bad weather in the rain. And what did he do? Without all those weapons, he took them down the field. I think it was, what, a 41-yard field goal that would have won the game? Yeah. And that, that's basically an elongated extra point at this point. You know, I mean, a, a five-yard penalty or for a false start on a, on a extra point is 38 yards. Mm-hmm. Kid just missed a 41-yarder. Like, he put his team in a position to win the game with his play. Um, it shouldn't be looked as, I mean, you know, Cam Newton went off on this tangent talking about system quarterbacks and all this kind of stuff. And that was a weird sort of thing that Cam did um, this year, uh, much like his outfits, which is a separate. I love his outfits. I love Cam. I love him. Well, 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 the outfits are the costumes. Like that's Tim Hassel, like you said. Sometimes, is that outfit, sometimes, is that outfit, is that really a costume? Sometimes when he wears like the really knickers sure. or something like that, I'm like, all right, Cam, let's just stay yeah, with that. Yeah, that's his own the, style. The, 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 yeah, out of the hat, whatever. But yeah, I look, I, I think Brock is doing what he's supposed to do. And when someone tries to do something they're not supposed to do or do does too much, I think that was Jalen Hurts' problem this year. Mm. Oh, besides the fact that he, his knee wasn't right since the early October. You can't mm. convince me otherwise. You could see it in that first Commanders game, and he's, he limped through the entire season. But sometimes when an athlete or a quarterback gets a big contract, they feel like they need to live up to that contract. 
when in reality they got the contract for what they've already done, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it can, it can mess with your head. And I think a lot of times people, oh, I got this big deal. I've got to do more. I've got to be this that I wasn't. No, no. They paid you for what you are. So just do that. And, and, I, and Brock has done a really good job, in my opinion, of doing exactly what he's supposed to do. This is not Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, where you want an NFC championship game throwing it eight times a couple years ago against Green Bay. They're going to let Brock throw. They're going to give him opportunities. He just has to know when to go for it and when to just sort of, you know, sometimes an incompletion is the best thing a quarterback can throw. Mm-hmm. It's true. With all that said, who do you think has the better quarterback in the NFC championship? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, I think weather's going to be good, right? It's going to be like yeah, in the yeah, mid-60s. Yeah. No, no rain. Nope. Um, Detroit has struggled on the road and especially outdoors. You go look at that game they played against the Ravens. Now, albeit the Ravens, you know, pretty good defense yeah. in October. But they, I mean, they they got run out of that building. You know, they, they just got destroyed in that game. Um, I think that Jared has probably been a little more consistent this season, but I don't think, I don't think there's a swing one way or the other. Like I, I, it's for me, it's not like, Oh, Goff is here and Purdy's here or Purdy's here and Goff's way down here. I'm trying to figure out where my hands are on the screen. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think it's negligible. Uh, I don't think either court, either team has a massive advantage at quarterback. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I, I like I like uh, Jared Goff and the way he's played. I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be this good when he got to Detroit. Obviously, we saw him no, with I the agree. Rams, and he regressed. Year after year, it felt like, and I thought his career was on his way to being a career backup. But his two years in Detroit, he's played really well. I'm expecting him to be formidable on Sunday. But I do look at the the road, home and road splits with him as an issue. And you talk about being outdoors, and yeah, Baltimore is Baltimore, but they got destroyed by Chicago. And I know that's yeah. a divisional game as well. No, but no, they just look like two different teams. They have not played teams. well outdoors. They yeah. have not. They yeah. look like two different teams outdoors on the road and I'm, I'm looking looking at that to see how they respond to that on sunday 
If yeah, I, I, I'm surprised the number is as big as it is, Damian. I mean, I, seven I thought was a big number, especially with the way San Francisco played uh, against uh, the Packers on defense. You know, like Chase Young was a non-factor in that game. Uh, he's got to show up on Sunday. Now, it certainly helps that the Lions offensive line is banged up, right? Uh, uh, Joseph's out, and I don't know what they're going to get uh, out of Ragnow. Uh, because he's, you know, he everything hurt on him, ankle, mm-hmm. knee, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, but they can't, they can't give up the run to Detroit the way they gave up the run to Green Bay. I mean, Aaron Jones killed the Cowboys, and he killed the, uh, and he killed the 49ers in that game. And the, the Lions have that ability with Montgomery, and then the change of pace guy, the, the rookie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that the, the offensive line, no one's talking enough about the offensive line issues for the Detroit Lions, which is a huge advantage. Uh, for San Francisco, if it's is that what swings? If if it's not the quarterback position that swings this game, what do you think does? Is is it the offensive line or is it something else? I, I think they cannot allow the the Lions to run the way the Packers ran on them. That 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 just can't be. Especially if you were talking about an, this a defense as being so elite with playmakers, and they do all across the off defensive line, linebacking core. Obviously, a little suspect in secondary in some areas. Quit getting all those penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do think. The Lions, if they can start fast, right, 10-3, 13-7, 17-7, something like that, that changes the way – San Francisco is built to bully you and wear you down. Like, that's the way they're built. They're, they're, great, they're great front runners, mm-hmm. right? Once they get on you, they step on you, and they keep you down there. If you can hang with them for a while, sometimes that offense takes a little issue, and obviously that Debo's availability – is huge, right? You, you've seen the, the numbers. I think they're eight and nine without him, and fifty-three and twenty-three when he plays. So, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about the quarterbacks all the time. Why don't we talk about Debo in that same way? He's yeah. just as important as the quarterback to this 49ers team, the way they're built. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I look at I look at um, how they played on Saturday. I went back and watched the game, and in the moment, because I'm emotional about. Sure. Like I watched it as a fan before reporting, and I was just a mess, Trey. I was a mess. I was in shambles, right? And I thought, oh, they played terrible. They didn't do this, this and that, this and that. And then after the result was already done and I can go back and watch the game, I thought the defense played a little better than people give them credit for. They got dealt a short field um, one of the times with the run back. Uh, when they, they stood up in the in the red zone, I think the Packers got there five times. They allowed two touchdowns out of those five times in the red zone. Right. So they stood up a little bit. And then there was a position in the in the third quarter when it got to 21 points. And I said, I think they're going to have to pitch a shutout the rest of the way to win this game. And they did just that and forced two turnovers in that time. So I don't know if it's rust, rest type thing, and they had to get into the groove or what. But I think I think the defense played a little bit better on Saturday than people give them credit for. I mean, Jordan Love, yeah. Jordan Love had 180 yeah. yards passing going into that final drive. Right, but they were running the ball so effectively he didn't have to throw it that much. I mean, that, that's the other way to look at that. Um, I mean, they were really effective on the run. All I'm, all I'm saying is – they can't give up the run to Detroit mm-hmm. the way they gave it up to the, to the Packers. They won't. Huh? Niners, Niners by two scores. Niners by two scores. Right. And Detroit, Detroit's a good team. Detroit, I, I got nothing yeah, bad to say. They They're a good team, team but I, I think this is the Niners' time. I think this is Fine. their time. They, they worked hard to get this game. This is something they haven't had the last two times. This game yep. in their stadium. That was the goal. Remember I told you in August, like mm-hmm. – They've got to get the NFC Championship game at home. They worked hard to get there. I think they'll take advantage of it. Who you got on the other side? Well, it's interesting, right? This is the first time I can recall 
where I look at the Chiefs and say they're not the better team, mm-hmm. right? I, you know, I, I, all last year, even even with the with the Bengals coming in as well as they played, and two years ago when the Bengals upset them after they, the Chiefs had a brain fart at the end of the first half and they didn't get a, an easy three points that probably would have sealed that game and taken them. We're talking about Chiefs maybe going to their fourth or fifth straight Super Bowl in that scenario. Um, the Chiefs are, are not the better team. But the Ravens under the Lamar Jackson era have quite frankly underperformed in the postseason. Mm. You know, this is the sixth straight AFC championship game appearance for these Chiefs. They know what this is all about. They know That's the great. moment. Um, I think the the way the Chiefs win is if Mahomes goes into God mode. Pacheco, who's a little banged up, has a big day. Rashi Rice has to be be big. Um, and the Ravens are going to have to spit the bit a little. And I don't know if they will, but I want to see how they react to the moment. Right? That was the first divisional round win for the Ravens under the Lamar Jackson era. Mm. Uh, they had one wild card win over Tennessee. They, they were one and done in 2019 as the number mm. one seed. Uh, and then they lost to Buffalo a couple of years ago. Uh, and obviously Lamar didn't play uh, last year because of injuries. So uh, they, I, I'm curious, the moment it's a, it's a thing, man. Like I, I think championship Sunday is harder than the Super Bowl mm. because if you're honest about it, everybody that plays just wants the opportunity. Just give me a chance to play for it all. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and coming up short, one game shy of that is devastating. I've talked to a lot of former players that lost on championship Sunday and lost in the Super Bowl, and their thought process was, yeah, it sucked, but at least we were there. Mm-hmm. We took our shot. We had our opportunity. We didn't cash in. We didn't play well. It went against us, whatever. At least we were there. And I think there's sometimes way more pressure on Championship Sunday than there is in the Super Bowl because you're mm-hmm. this close to getting that one thing you want. Yeah. And that that can change people. So I'm curious to see how the Ravens are – they should win. They're the better team. Mm-hmm. Number one scoring defense. They're, they might be even healthier. They're getting Mark Andrews back. You know, we know Joe Tooney is already out. He's one of the interior uh, guard. He's one of the guards for the Chiefs. They're they're threesome of Creed, Trey Smith, and Tooney. Guard center guard might be the best middle of an offensive line in the NFL. Now Allegretti played well against Buffalo, but this is a different Ravens team. And and you know all that room that Kelsey had against those linebackers. Mm. Those are all backup linebackers for the Bills. Mm. Ravens linebackers are as good as any unit in football. I'm not saying the Chiefs can't win, but the Ravens should win. And it'll be – if they have a first half, for example, like the Ravens did against the Texans, it was only 10-10. I get the Texans' only score was the punt return. Mm -hmm. They had 23 yards passing in the first half. Uh, Lamar was 7 of 11, I think, for 54 yards and a couple of big sacks. I mean, there was no offensive continuity. They can't play that that way against Kansas City. They're going to have to be a more consistent offense. That was a long, in-depth answer about how the Ravens went. Hey, how did the Chiefs win? Patrick Mahomes. That's just, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, yeah. just God mode. Yeah, God Patrick mode. Mahomes. Just God essentially mode. like yeah. that. God mode. Yeah. Uh, Trey, you do all that work on the PJ Tour. What's the podcast you got coming up after the Super Bowl? Oh, thanks. Yeah, we we do one every week every week with Chase Daniel for the thirty third team. Uh, longtime backup quarterback. That's been fun. But we're starting a new one. Uh, He's an all-time great old... backup quarterback, by the oh. way. Like that is, I mean, that's an all-time bad getter. Oh yeah, <laughs> nine nine touchdowns, forty million in guaranteed money. <laughs> that's what I'm okay. talking about. That's nine touchdowns right there. I gave him grief on the first episode. I didn't even get double digits. Like you didn't get double digits, man. But you got forty hey, large. That's all that matters. <laughs> that double digits um, matters way more than the touchdowns. That's dude. facts. Uh, agreed. So uh, this one's with my old uh, sports center. Uh, 
co-host, uh, Kevin Frazier. Oh, nice. It's called alternate. It's called alternate routes. And the premise is we take one defining moment in a, in a game or something in sports. And what if it had gone the other way mm. and how things would have changed? It's like a sliding doors approach mm. down the rabbit hole. For example, uh, one of the first ones we're going to do is what if the Seahawks just gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch? Mm. What if they gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch instead of throwing it inside to their fourth best receiver in Ricardo Lockett and Malcolm Butler makes the interception? Well, if that happens, uh, the Seahawks become the first team to repeat a Super Bowl champ since the Patriots in 38 and 39. The Patriots would have then lost their last three Super Bowls. Does that mean Tom Brady goes earlier and they go to Jimmy Garoppolo in the 20, 2015 season? Uh, does Tom then go to San Francisco and team up with Jim Harbaugh and they create a dynasty there? Uh, Pete Carroll would have been the only head coach in the history of football with multiple championships in college and the NFL. That's a pretty good trump card to play. And Skittles might have replaced Tums as the stomach medicine when you were having a little upset stomach. Oh, that's fire. There's all, that's there's all these wormholes like yeah, you can go down, dope. right? Russell Russell never meets up with Sierra, and all these other things go crazy. <laughs> and right? Kenny still has so a chance. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Hey, so, shout out, shout so out Sierra. telling me there's a chance. So you just take one moment and you change it. And everything looks differently. So the first episode is going to drop after the Super Bowl. It's called Alternate Routes. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also another one we're doing. What if the coin flip for Magic Johnson in the NBA in the oh, NBA's first round oh, between yeah. the Bulls and the Lakers? What if he goes to the Bulls? Yeah. Michael Jordan never goes to Chicago. Yeah. Where does yeah. Michael Jordan go? Do the Showtime Lakers ever exist? Like it's it's a wow. fascinating thing to do. So we're, we're it's going to be fun. We're really looking yeah. forward. I wasn't expecting you to say Kevin Frazier. Are you going to do this with like entertainment too? Like what if? What if, what, if, what if Will Smith took the Matrix he, role? Like, what, what, listen, listen. You're, you're, he, who think gave me the Sierra news? Right? Like, <laughs> well, we've got one. Okay, how about this one? Just, uh, and we'll explain it on the episode. We've got one scenario with that coin flip where Charles Barkley and not Barack Obama is the first black president. Oh, <laughs> yo, yo, it's a good one. I'm tapped it's, in. And it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I'm tapped in. What's the name of this podcast again? Alternate route, and it's on Amazon, Wondery Plus, or wherever you get your podcast. First episode is going to drop Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm that is in. tremendous! Yeah, I'm tapped in yeah sure. you got, you got, yeah. you got a whole host of listeners for I that, love that right type now. Of That's stuff, good man. stuff. Yeah. Um, good, yeah. I said it to start, man. I, I miss you covering the game, but I, I, I miss you overall, man. I hope, I hope everything's well. I was telling everyone you're hours behind us, man. You're living the good life right yeah. now, as you, as, as you deserve. Thanks, brother. We're here half the year and then on the East Coast the other half of the year. But it's always good to catch up with you guys, Damien. Always good to talk. I appreciate you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 